love this place. I love this God that we all serve together. Jesus is our common denominator. Jesus is our common ground. And the reason why this works so well is because we all submit to Jesus. We all have his spirit inside of us. No matter what I look like on the outside or my bank account, I've got the spirit of Jesus in me and so do you. And that's why we can get together and we can work out things and be a family together. Thank you, Lord. I'm glad you're all here. If you're a guest today, I can't wait to get to meet you. Hopefully I can before you leave today. Are you ready to go to the Word today? Let's get into it. I don't want to delay. John 8 and 31. I know I'm a relatively short preacher, but I'll go ahead and get into it and hurry. I know y'all probably never heard me preach a long message, so I'll just hurry up. Isn't that right, Sister Brown? Are you here today? There you are. John 8, 31 and 32 is where I will take you, and then I'll finish the rest after you're seated. That way you can rest. But right now, let's stand and get ready to just prepare our hearts for what God has for us. I feel like there's going to be great revelation today in this place. And I believe that God's going to help set us free today in this place. Somebody say freedom. freedom. I believe that. I believe there's going to be freedom today. John 8, 31, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. What's going to make us free? What's going to make us free? Truth. People that are bound need. Is our world bound? Are people bound? They need truth. They need truth. Everybody say in Jesus' name. And man, you can be seated. I'm glad you're here. I'm so thankful for all the babies. Don't forget, we've got a place for our babies, our young children. Right outside to my right, we've got some rooms we built for you. And they're great. Uh, we can turn the screen on. You can watch service in there only if you need it with your child. And I'm, I'm glad we have a church full of children. That's a beautiful thing. But sometimes it can be distracting. So parents, y'all can help us out with that. I don't want anything to distract us from what the Lord has for us. In Jesus' name. Thank God for animal crackers. Oh, man. <laughs> Sounds like... Stella needs a few more over there. <laughs> hey, let me finish it. Y'all ready? Uh, stay with me in that scripture. You're, you can sit, but just stay with me. I want to give you the rest of the context here because we've usually preached this message on truth probably without the whole message in John chapter 8. So let me keep reading because you already know that truth will make us free, but what about the next few verses? And I'm going to skip through and paint you a picture of the whole context of what's really happening when Jesus said that the truth will make you free. Verse 33, and they answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage. Anybody read the Old Testament before? <laughs> what a bunch of liars, man. The entire Old Testament is nothing but them going into bondage and getting out and going into bondage and getting out. These, these Jewish people were so hard to talk to, man. It's funny how you could just speak truth to people and they could look you in the eye and be like, no. I mean, it really, not much has changed in 2,000 years. Instead of de dealing with Jews, we're dealing with all kinds of people out there. And, and, and Jesus literally, 
looks at them and says, you're in bondage. And they look back at Jesus and say, no, we're not. We've never, they take it a step further. We've never been in bondage. Man, the boldness of people, the deception of people. People will, will call their blanket, they'll call their bondage a blanket. They're like, no, I'm not wrapped up, I'm not stuck. They'll, they'll make up words. Their chains will be called comforts. It's amazing how people can be so deceived and, and try to, to talk their way out of it. And literally these Jews are like, what are you talking about, verse 33, that we're going to be made free? Verse 34, Jesus answered them and said, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. So now he's talking about the real bondage. He's not talking about literal chains. He's not talking about having an army over you. He's not talking about having Roman control. He's talking about the bondage of sin. That's what he meant when he said you can be free. He's not talking about slavery in the physical sense. He's talking about being a slave of sin. And a slave, verse 35, does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. You want to switch from being a slave to a son. Therefore, the son makes you free. If the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants. I know you're Jews, but you seek to kill me. So everybody say truth. Murder. They go hand in hand. When you try to give truth to people, <laughs> they don't like it, they'll try to kill you. Not, not that you attacked them, but you spoke truth to them. Why is truth so scary? It's amazing how they're trying to kill Jesus. He's love manifested because he spoke the truth. And that's the way it goes with truth is people can't stand truth that love darkness and are slaves to sin. He said, you're trying, to, you're trying to kill me because my word has no place in you. Truth that does not resonate with people and create repentance will produce great anger and bitterness to where you will eventually desire to kill truth, which is impossible. You can only kill the giver of the truth. You cannot kill the truth. Truth remains when you try to kill the truth giver. But it is the nature of the darkness to try to extinguish the light. That is what happens whenever you shine the light on the darkness. The darkness can't comprehend it. It hates it and now it wants to kill you. And that's kind of where we're getting to be at in American culture. I don't know if you follow what's happening. Maybe you put your head in the sand. But I follow just enough news to keep me praying. Not enough to scare me, but enough to keep me praying. Literally, the transgender movement has some of their key people saying things like, if we're not allowed to play in sports, women or men play in women's sports, it should be criminal. They're saying it publicly now. Over a sport, if you're not allowed to let us men play in women's sports, some, some of these people are saying, then we should put them in jail over it. 
There are some that if you don't gender people by the gender that they prefer, want to call it a hate crime, which means you'll go to jail. You ever thought we'd ever see that happen? Here we are. And what's crazy is only 2-3% of the population identifies as people like this, but yet half of our nation, I'll let you figure out which half of our political nation is for it and which one's against it. You can figure that out with an easy Google search. But half of our nation is promoting it. Half of our nation is behind it. Even though 3 or 4% is in it, half of our nation, people in your neighborhood, people that you go to work with, are okay with it. And that's how they vote. And that's why this world is getting worse so fast. It's sad. But truth, we believe in truth, we give truth, truth is under attack. And people will seek to kill the truth preachers. Now look what he says in verse 38. I speak what I have seen with my father. And you do what you have seen with your father. You're, you're acting like your daddy. And I'm acting like mine. I, li- I like this because basically what he's saying is, I'm saying what I get from my dad. And you're saying what you got from yours. So truth, literally, is whenever I am speaking what God is speaking. That's truth. And that literally is why they want to kill Jesus. Let me skip to verse 44. You are of your father the devil. This is Jesus Christ talking. The God of love. And the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. Verse 48, then the Jews answered and said to him, do we not say rightly that you are a Samaritan and you have a demon? I feel like I'm watching YouTube right now. Literally, that's where we are in our world. You're of the devil. No, you're of the devil. One of us is right. Because they're, they're opposite sides. Only one side is truly of the devil in this world. Figure out which one it is. Really? We don't know which one's of the devil? Anybody with a brain can figure out which side in America is of the devil and which side's not. Anybody can figure this out. You've got to be blind to not see who's really of the devil. But they're calling each other devils. They're calling each other evil. Only one is right. John 8, 53. You... Are you greater than our father Abraham who is dead and the prophets are dead? Who do you make yourself out to be? Look what Jesus said. Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Jesus calls himself God before a bunch of Jews who don't believe that God can manifest in the flesh like that. They only believe in one God. If you want to get killed by Jews, tell them you're God. 
It's the fastest route to get killed by Jews. But it was the truth. It didn't matter how they felt about it. It was the truth. It did not matter the cost. It was the truth. I can only say what my father says. My father's going to get me killed. That's exactly right. We can only say the truth if we're Christians. No matter the cost, no matter how it makes your family, co-workers, friends feel, you have to speak what your father says. That's it. They may want to stone you, kill you, throw you off a cliff, but you've got, you've got to speak the truth. So guess what happened in verse 59? Yeah, you probably figured it out. They took up stones to throw at him because he claimed to be God and preached the truth. They could not handle the truth. And what do you do when you can't take the truth? You desire to murder, to kill, to destroy, just like the devil does. I felt to preach this today. Love is not a liberator. Because in our world... We're being preached to by non-Christians that we need more love in the Christian movement. But what they're wrong about is love doesn't set you free. That's why I'm going to preach about it. Truth sets us free, not love. Truth is truth no matter how you feel about hearing the truth. You can feel like nobody loves you but the truth is what sets you free. Be mad at your mom and your dad all you want to, but truth will set you free. Go ahead. Be mad. Get upset. Tell everybody that you're abused and nobody loves you. But if it's true, you're going to have a pretty good life. If it's true, it'll break chains off of you. If it's true, it'll bless you. You need to stop worrying about how it feels and start looking for freedom. Do you want freedom or good feelings? I'd rather have good, I'd rather have freedom over good feelings any day of the week. Give me the truth and save all that sappy fake love for somebody else. I want truth because I want to be free. Amazing how we're the nation that went through slavery and we have no understanding of true, of true bondage. All this talk about how we care about slaves and yet everybody's okay being a slave. Hypocrites. If you cared about freedom, you'd have more truth in your life. If you truly worried about people being slaves to things, then you would want to speak the truth more. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of seeing folks all messed up in the head because nobody will stand up and preach the truth anymore. I'm tired of seeing people deceived and losing our younger generation because we won't preach the truth. It's time for parents to preach the truth in their houses. It's time to look kids in the eye and say, there's boys, there's girls, that's it. That's it. It's the truth. Move out if you want to move out. Threaten me. Do what you want to do. But there's truth and there's lie. And I love you. And that's the truth. I'm afraid I'll lose my kid if, I, if you tell the truth. You're going to lose your kid when you lie. That's how you lose your kid. 
You, I promise you lose your kid if you lie all the time. If, you, if, you're, if you're lying, you're not loving. I promise you that. The only way to truly love your children is to tell the truth to them. No matter how it feels, no matter what they think, we've got to have truth come back in our society. We've got to start preaching the truth, and people will call you unloving, but it doesn't matter. The truth is the best way to love somebody. I'll prove it to you. People you don't like can be right about you. You know that? Your boss can fire you and be right. Well, I don't like my boss. He fired me. He said I was late. Were you? You were, yeah. Truth hurts, my friend. Oh, I know what you want. You want your boss to just look the other way. You want your boss to, to not care if you work at Chick-fil-A and don't say my pleasure. But he ain't going to do it, okay? You're going to get fired. You work at Chick-fil-A and don't say my pleasure, you're going to get fired. I'm trying to catch them. I hadn't caught one yet. Every time I say thank you, my pleasure, it's like embedded into them somehow. So they put something in the chicken. I don't know what they do, but everybody says my pleasure. Your boss, you don't have to like your boss. Your boss can be right. You're just mad you got caught. That's the truth. You're, you're acting like you're the victim because you want an easy road, you want to be lazy, and you don't like the truth. But listen, the truth will set you free, not enabling you, not giving you crutches and wheelchairs. The truth will set you free. What will really set you free and empower you is somebody in your life not afraid to tell you the truth. And I know we got absent fathers, but mamas need to learn to tell the truth. Enough of Eve's being deceived when Adam's not there. If Adam's not there, step up, find you a man in your life that's maybe a pastor or spiritual, a spiritual father, and get truth in your house because women don't want to speak truth to their babies. Your babies need to hear the truth. I ain't kicking out mine. You need, they need to hear the truth. Ladies are sometimes the worst. Because they can't have the, the, the stomach for it. But we've got to have truth come back in our houses, in our lives. It's what's wrong with us. This is how you can be upset and not be angry because you know some people are right about you. Well, I didn't like it, but you're right. Hey, you're mean. Well, I don't like that, but yeah, I am. I am mean. <laughs> this is how you can be a little bit frustrated when somebody tells the truth to you but still, still respect them. Because you know what? Deep down, you respect the truth. Only a devil gets mad when they get the truth. You want to know who you are? Let somebody put truth up in your life and see, it, see who you are. You don't know who you are until you let truth show up to your life. Yeah. You didn't like it, but you sure needed it. It's good for you. Love for others is not the absence of truth. But the delivery, the delivery of truth. Even better, it's the intention of truth. My intention is not to hurt you. It's to set you free. Just like a surgeon who you pay $80,000 to cut you open is your best friend. You're laying in the hospital after they cut you open and fix your heart and you're like, thanks doctor. <coughs> You got a pillow over your heart trying to keep your heart from popping out of your chest because the staples are just freshly. They are my best friend. You saved me. How could you talk so nice about somebody who just cut you open and you paid for it? Because you needed it. Because you needed it. 
Because you were bound by your sickness until he set you free. You needed that pain to get you out of it. You had to have somebody step in and bring you tough love and get you out of it. That's what we need. The doctor is not trying to hurt you, but it's going to hurt. The intention is not to hurt you, sweethearts. The intention is to help you. My word, we have let children tell us what truth is. We're letting our kids tell us if they're girls or boys now. They can't even make their bed. They can't even brush their teeth. Leave kids alone in a room with vegetables and candy. They'll be diabetics by the age of six. Oh, we trust our kids. They, they tell us what they are now. Are you serious? Let me tell you what, what love does. Love is a part of it. Love helps. I can't get it out of my head. The medicine go down. The medicine go down. I, I, it's just my childhood. Shouldn't have watched it probably, but... Love helps the medicine go down. Love is what you use to help truth keep you alive a little longer. Look, if Jesus was militant and truthful, he'd be dead day one. But because he's over here hanging out with sinners and, and, and providing meals for folks, and because he's over here trying to raise the dead, they let him live a little longer. Do you know why they didn't kill Jesus? Because of the crowd that loved him. They could not get to him because the love of Jesus kept his truth alive. That's good right there. The love of Jesus will keep our message alive. And the only way we can maintain our truth doctrine is to have love in our hearts for this world. For the people of this world. You've got to have love. But what does love do? Love does not silence us. Love is the vehicle in which truth moves. If you don't love people, be quiet. Because you won't get yourself killed. Look, I'm not afraid of truth. I'm afraid of truth with no love. I'm not afraid of parents who speak the truth. I'm afraid of parents who don't love their kids and then get all up in your kid's grill. You can whoop them all day long, but you can't love them. And that's wrong because truth must have love to go down right. Ephesians 4 and 15, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ. Truth will help you. Truth in love will help you grow up. Truth. Everybody say truth in love. That's exactly how it works right there. Deception comes when there's not a love of the truth. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. If there is no love for the truth, you will be lost. You should literally have a love for truth. Not a love for your money. Not a love for your employer and your, and your job. Not a love for your future and your retirement and a love for your college and a love for your career. A love for the truth. If you are going to make it in the last days, you've got to have a love for the truth more than a love for people, more than a love for yourself. You've got to have a love for the truth so that you can be saved. Hear me today. This is strong today. You will be lost if you do not love the truth in this deceptive last day. Why? 
1 Peter 1 and 22, since you purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart. You purify your souls in obeying the truth. You purify your souls when you obey truth. You know, some of y'all are sick in your soul. Do you know where people are messed up in America with the transgender movement and all the gay and lesbian stuff? In their soul. Their mind. They think that they are something they are not. Their souls are messed up. The only way to be free of the plague of the mind sickness is to get truth in you. And not just get the truth, but obey the truth. And when you obey the truth, the mind sickness clears up. Why are there transgender people that are transitioning back to what they originally were? If it works so good. If it helps so much. Why are people who are transitioning to a different gender committing suicide? Shouldn't it have solved all the problems? And by the way, why in 1995 did the gay and lesbian movement tell us we just want love, but now they're saying you better accept us or go to jail? It's amazing how they just say give me an inch and then they want to take a mile. It's all the work of the enemy. You see, you were cool with it in 1995 because you only knew a few of them. And now they say one in four public high school kids are claiming to be lesbian or gay. 25%. You know what? A lot of them know they're not. They're just trying to fit in. Because that's what young people do. Oh, you're a skateboarder? I'm a skateboarder. Oh, you wear the clothes? I wear the clothes. Because our kids copy their peers. Deep down, these kids, most of them will probably grow out of it and realize that is not for me. But they're playing with it because they hang around it. This doesn't work because it's not truth. We've had a lot of society over the years. We've had a lot of chances to become a mainly gay and lesbian community over the entire world. It just has never taken off all the way. Because if it had, we wouldn't be here. There's just something natural about wanting a man wanting a woman and a woman wanting a man. This stuff doesn't last. This is a sinful fad that we're going through. And it will get worse. And it will get more perverted. But I want, to, I want you to know today, we've got to get the truth in our lives, in our society, if we're going to purge out this lie that people are believing. One, one commentary man got in trouble for saying he wants, to, uh, he wants to annihilate or get rid of transgenderism. And he got in a lot of trouble because he should have added more words. But you know what? Here's what we're having. We're going to purge out the souls of people by preaching truth. That's how you do it. We love everybody, but we stand on truth and we preach the truth. That's the way to annihilate the spirit behind it. We've got to preach the truth about it. Have you all figured out by now this pastor is not going to cave into this spirit? Not playing that game. I don't care. I don't care what threats. I don't care what they say. I don't care what happens. We are not caving to that spirit. If you love those people, you've got to tell the truth to them. You got to. And if your young people are really friends at your high school, if you truly love your friends, you'll tell your friends you're not right. Don't tell me you love your friends if you've got them at school and you let them bully you like that. You speak the truth to your friends. If they're really your friends, they'll be your friend when you tell the truth. My kids don't like being, being anybody like being held down or tied down? My kids hate it. I think everybody hates it. Let's just say that. 
but when I mess with them, I'll, I'll try to time them. I'll hold them down. I'm you know, bigger than all of them. They'll just start to freak out. <laughs> they feel like they're claustrophobic and they're dying. Do you know what? There are young people right now in this church, you are held down and you're letting people do it. And yet you don't say anything. You just let everybody hold you down. Every day you go to school, they hold you down. Everywhere you go, they hold you down. On social media, they hold you down. And yet you don't care. They literally have locked your mouth up and you know you can't speak. You're a slave. You hear me? You hear me in the name of Jesus? You're a slave. Do you want to be free today? Hear this preacher today. You can be set free. You can be delivered. Because right now you're a slave because you let your family and your friends control your mind. But you can be free. Let me hurry. John encouraged love in truth. Everybody say love in truth. 1 John 3 and 18, my little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. We've got to love people with truth. I just want someone to love me. Do you really? All right, here we go. You're mean. You don't pray. You don't fast. You probably won't go to heaven unless you change. Y'all like that love? Feels good, doesn't it? You know, you didn't like that, did you? Because you thought love was how you felt, not how free you are. But this is how you, this is how you love people. You love people by your actions. That's how they see it. And through the truth you speak, that's what sets them free. Deeds make them believable. Truth sets them free. This is how we're supposed to love. 2 John 1 and 3, grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father and from Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. 2 John 1 and 1, the elder to the elect lady and her children whom I love in truth. This is how it works, church family. We've got to combine love and truth. Uh, 3 John 1 and 1. The elder to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. To summarize, if, you, if I love you, I must tell you the truth. Amen. Who do you not love right now? Most people. Well, I love everybody. No, you don't, because you're not telling the truth to anybody. You know what you're doing? You're doing what most people are doing. Hey, how are you doing? Look the other way, keep going. Don't say anything, because you might lose a job. You might lose a friend, family or friend. You might lose where you're living. Might lose some money. Who do you love? Well, I hug them. No, no. Who do you love? Well, I smile. No, who do you love? See, we don't, we don't do it the Bible way. We've let Hollywood tell us what love is. And look how good they're doing. Millions of dollars. Best life ever, right? Suicides, ODing on drugs. I don't, I don't take my cues from Hollywood. Or from the world that can't stay married. I take mine from people who've stayed married. I, I got a lot of people in my life who have stayed married a long time. They tell me what love is. Those are the ones that teach me what love is. I'll listen to them about it. If you love someone, you got to tell them the truth. If you love your kids, tell them the truth. If you love your wife, love your spouse, tell them the truth. If you love your boss, tell them the truth. Or if you love yourself, be quiet. Keep your money. People make their most important life choices based on what they believe to be true. Amen? And we let them do it. We let them do it. We have truth and we're quiet. Yep. We cannot let people we love not hear the truth. Or you don't love anybody. Because you know there's a price 
to telling people the truth. And you want to feel good all the time instead of sacrifice yourself for others. Love and truth go hand in hand. But let's go a little deeper. Y'all okay? Y'all good? Round two. Here we go. It's not my truth. It's the truth. It's not my lazy research truth. Not my half-hearted, unstudied truth. Not even somebody else's truth who has a cool name or title in front of their name, like doctor or scientist. Truth has got to be the truth. Not like Google, not like the news, not like something unproven. No. Real love seeks the truth before spreading it. Because if you spread something wrong, you participated in changing someone's life for the worse. How many people have you steered to hell? Because you spoke before you knew. Real love seeks truth before spreading it. That's what we have to do. Why? John 8, 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If we truly care about people, and we want to see them free, don't you? Then you've got to be very careful to make sure that what you tell them is the truth not your version not what you were raised on not what you looked up online not what your mama told you your grandma told you your great grandpa told you but the truth why because you will either set them free or you will bind them up and you owe it to people to research it before you say it you owe it to people to find proof before you declare it. You need to make sure that it's the truth before you go around saying it like it's the truth. Because we've hurt a lot of people by blabbing out something that makes us sound smart, that's not verifiable, that's not proven. If you love yourself, you want truth to free yourself. Why are you okay being in bondage? You know how you get free? Love yourself. And when you love yourself, you will go find truth for yourself. Don't tune me out today. Stay with me. This is going to help someone today. You have got to love yourself enough to be willing to look in the mirror and get truth. You've got to surround yourself with a church and a pastor who will speak the truth to you. If you're going to make it in the last days, you've got to put aside your feelings and you've got to desire truth for yourself. But if you don't love yourself, you won't care about the lies you're believing and how much damage it's doing. Love yourself enough to get truth. And furthermore, love your family and your friends enough to get the truth. What is the truth, Pastor? It was answered in the verse before that one. Jesus said, if you abide in my word, you're my disciples indeed. What is the truth? Jesus is the source of the truth. And if we're going to love people, we will have to use his truth to love people. Not my truth, not your truth, but Jesus' truth is the only truth. His words are truth. And you have not loved anybody yet until you've given them Jesus.
Brother Dale, we've got to go love Austin. How? Without Jesus. How can you love anybody without Jesus? How could you truly serve somebody that you love without giving them the real truth? People that, that will ever tell us, just go feed them but don't preach Jesus, that's not love. The only way to truly love this city and love this world is to give them Jesus. I'm going to tell you, they like the meal, but you know what they really want? They want the freedom. They like the nachos and the fajitas, but what they really want is they want truth because they're sick of being bound by the lies of society and their family and their father and their mother that lied to them all their life. They want someone to run in that door and not just feed them. They want them to give them the truth, to love them enough to give them the tough truth. That's what this world needs. And if we truly love people, we've got to bring them the word of Jesus. Not our word, not some pretty poem but the word of Jesus it's life the words of Jesus is life if you're a Christian and you love people you can't be silent anymore you can't enough being silent silence can be so selfish all right y'all we're gonna go a little deeper now but take a deep breath Ready for this truth? Here you go. If you notice in verse 32, it didn't say that honesty sets people free. Think about that. Honesty does not set you free. I'm an honest person, Pastor. I'm honest. As long as I'm honest, I'll go to heaven. No. You can be honestly wrong. Tell your neighbor, you can be honestly wrong. Have you ever been honestly wrong? Yeah. Hey, what did I have for dinner uh, last year at my birthday? Oh, it was chicken. No, it was steak. I'm telling you, it was my birthday. I was there. It was chicken. It was a year ago. I remember like yesterday. I, I can smell it. It was chicken. You're wrong. It was steak. And you fight and you argue and you're just sure. You're confident. It's the truth. And all of a sudden, you get on Facebook. Facebook memory will slap you in the face. It will knock your knees out from underneath you, embarrass you and shame you in front of everybody. Because there you are eating a big old steak on your Facebook memory. It's called being sincerely wrong. Not a bad guy, you're just wrong. I'm a good person, but I'm wrong. I mean well, but I'm wrong. I'm honestly wrong. There are a lot of lesbian people who are honestly wrong. There are transgender people who are honestly wrong. In their own mind, they're telling you the truth. Men think that they're women. In their own mind, they're being honest, but they're wrong. They're still just men. They're honestly wrong. They're sincerely wrong. You can be honestly mistaken, church family. Guests, hear me right now. You can be the best. You can have the best intention. And you can be wrong 1,000%. Honesty is simply a truthful perspective. It's my perspective. And I could be wrong. That's why honesty doesn't set you free. 
Truth sets you free. You being, believing a lie with all of your heart is going to put you in hell. Truth is not an inside thing. Man, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost talking to someone right now. Truth is an outside thing. Truth is God to heart, not heart to God. Who can know the heart? It's deceitful. It's wicked. No man has the right truth inside their heart. That voice in your head that's not God is not right. That voice in your head calling you lesbian or gay, calling you another woman or a man, calling you a squirrel, now you can be a cat or a fox, whatever it is calling you that name, it's a lie. You hear me? You can be sincerely wrong. You trust yourself too much. You become gods in your own eyes, but you're wrong. Truth comes from the outside in, not the inside out. Who do you think you are with all your pride of life saying what you are? Saying that your chromosomes have changed. You're just a flawed, broken human. You don't know the truth. Jesus is the truth. And you've got to go get his words and download them into your spirit. Because you can be, I can be honestly wrong. Tell your neighbor, you can be honestly wrong. Sincerity is not truth. I don't care how many tears they have in their eyes. Oh, blah, 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 blah. You can be a liar. How many people you know that try to, try to woo you and change your mind with all that emotion? Oh, just listen. You don't want to get in trouble. That's what it is. Every one of them dudes that kill people are sitting in front of the judge like, look, please, I didn't mean to kill him. Oh, well, sir, we have video. You walked up to him and said, I hate your guts. Boom. Well, I didn't mean it in my heart. You can be so sincere and be so wrong. You can play a game. You can put tears on your face. And you can be so sad that you got caught. And you can be so wrong. Do not fall for sincere, sincere people who have no truth. Because some of y'all have. I already know you have. I know you have. In fact, we all have. You saw somebody in a skirt or somebody in a tie on church and you thought because they went to church and because they had tears in their eyes and they come to the altar, you think that they're truth people, but truth is people that's free. Somebody bound, I don't care what they look like or how spiritual they look or how many tears in their eyes, you can be bound, you can be wrong because if you don't have the truth, you're not free. I don't run with people who are sincere. I run with people who have truth. Y'all okay? Stop being tricked by sweet tricks from the enemy and the lies of the devil. There's a lot of sincere people out there who are deceived of the devil. And they look so believable, don't they? You watch their YouTube video with filters and edits. And it's so believable, isn't it? Lord, parents, please protect your children and teach them how about editing and green screens. Teach them how that you can do voiceovers and you can fake and you can change lighting. Please teach your kids not to be so deceived by the things they see on their phones. It's lies after lies after lies. You can be sincere and be absolutely wrong. Screaming a belief does not make it true. Well, the more emotion you show, the more true it is. Nope, that's not true. I believe them. They look like they're true. No. Is it true or not? Not how do they look. A big crowd is not truth. Everybody can get together and vote for something. Doesn't make it true. Amen? Social media can talk about it and doesn't mean it's true. Well, I saw it on TikTok or I saw it on Instagram or I saw it on Facebook, so therefore it must be true. No. 
No, sincerity is not the truth. Measure everything, filter it through Jesus Christ. Now watch this, real truth doesn't need help being true. Real truth stands on its own two legs by itself, doesn't need any help. If you really have the truth, you don't have to scream it all the time. If you really have the truth, you don't have to cry it all the time. If you have the truth, you don't have to threaten people all the time. Do not be deceived is phrased in some way at least 30 times in the Bible. Jesus warned about it, and truth is not a feeling. It's not some way you feel. Truth is not a look. Even the devil can appear as an angel of light. Stop believing things based on what you see and how you feel and believe it based on how free you get when you believe it. Truth is not a look. Truth is freedom. I'm not talking about physical freedom. I'm, not, I'm talking about spiritual freedom. You can be free to do drugs and be bound because of it. I just want to be free to love who I want to love. You are. How's it going for you? Are you happier now? How many diseases do you have now? How many breakups have you had? Do you like your life? You're free to choose. But you're not free. You're bound by the choices that you've made. And you want out and you're locked up and you're stuck. If you're truly free, you are not depressed and on the defense all the time. What does freedom look like? You have joy. You have peace. Yeah? And you're not always on defense, easily offended all the time. Just look at somebody wrong. Oh, that brother don't like me. That sister's against me. How you know? They, they didn't say hi when they walked down the hall. Yeah. That's a great way to figure it out. You're not free, sister, brother, because you're always on defense all the time. If you knew who you were in God, you wouldn't worry about stuff like that. But you need, you need truth in your life is what you need. That's why I believe we need to be careful how we talk. Matthew 5, 36, nor shall you swear by your head because you cannot make one hair white or black or grow back. I had that last part. <laughs> but let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is of the evil one. Lord, help us Americans with our smooth talking. We say a whole lot more than we need to say, don't we? It should be as simple as this for those of us who are truth people. It's either a yes or a no. But well, we play all kinds of word games. Here's my version of the Bible. Let thy yes be yes. Let thy no be no. Or let thy mouth be shut. Some of us need to learn how to be quiet because we don't know. So say you don't know. Is that hard to do? Yeah, it is hard to do. We want to act like we know everything. You know what spirit, you know what spirit tries to know everything? The spirit of Satan who tries to rise up and be equal with God. If you want to truly be right with God, let God be God and let you just be a lowly human that needs God to make it. It's okay for us to say the words I do not know. It's okay for us to say I'll go pray and get back to you. It's okay for us to not know things. Stop it. Stop it. It's either yes or it's no. And all the extra stuff you're doing is from the evil one. 
Be careful. Don't let the evil one get in your tongue. At a, at a minimum. Can we please just put a disclaimer out there, church family, from now on and start saying stuff like, well, as far as I know. Because, man, some people I talk to, it just takes my breath away. They're just like, I know what happened. I'll tell you right now what happened. He ran down the road. He had a rabbit, and that rabbit crossed the street, and then it had a little frog, and a frog ran and jumped in the truck. I'm going to tell you, that's what happened right there. Dude, you, you made that sound like you had video footage of the entire thing. You know what that is? That's just pride is all that is. It's wanting you to hear, hear yourself talk. Humility says stuff like this. Well, well, so far, as far as I know, from what I think, that's humility. And this gives room for God to put truth in. A little bit of teaching there. Did you know that truth can withstand being questioned? Anything that's true is not insecure. If you're really the man, you don't have to defend it. If you're really a godly woman, you don't have to defend it. Just be who you are. It's the truth. Anything false gets easily offended when it gets questioned. Anything false gets easily offended. Find someone who's easily offended. It's usually because you're right and they're wrong. Because what do you do when you can't defend truth with truth? You begin to attack the truth giver. Instead of bowing your knee down to Jesus and repenting and saying, I need to make some things change in my life. If what you believe in is true, it will be standing after everybody gets done picking it apart. So stand your ground on truth and don't fear. Because truth does not need to be defended with all the extra. A couple more notes before we close today. I want to make sure I get through everything. Thank you for being patient. Here's how I know that movements like the transgender movement and even this climate change movement, who, which is not clear yet, uh, they're, they're telling us the world's going to end. In fact, if you worry about climate change, go look back at all the times they said that we were going to die and, who, and how many times they were wrong already. And you will have a hard time believing them that the earth is about to end. As Christians, we know that the earth ends when the Lord says time's up. And, and, and yeah, it gets hot, it gets cold, it gets hot, it gets cold, all that happens, that's fine. But man, they're going to try to turn our world. You know, it was the pandemic that took away our white rights. That didn't work, that didn't last very long. Now it's going to be the climate change. Some of y'all are like, oh, it's not real, it won't happen. In Europe, they're trying to build 15-minute cities where you can't leave your part of town. Because you use too much gas to go across town. Oh, it will never happen here. We've done everything they've done. Everything. Not here, bless God. We got our guns. Right now we do. Right now we do. With every school shooting, we're going to lose them. Yeah. And then what happens when we lose them? We save a few kids' lives, we lose the whole nation. Yep. We can talk about that another time, but don't, don't drink the Kool-Aid, y'all. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Yep. When people try to calmly debate people like transgenderism and climate change, they start to panic when they can't answer the truth. And here's what they always do. Watch any interview with them. Once they begin to lose the argument, here's what they do, and you probably know it. Oh, yeah, well, you're just a bigot. You're a racist. You can just say it for anything these days. I don't really like this food. You're a racist. 
It just fits everywhere now. You just say it, it just fits anything. I don't think I want to go to Hawaii. Oh, you're racist, that's why. Yeah. Oh, you don't like Hawaiians? Ah, oh, I knew it. Anytime truth prevails and no one has a defense, watch this, the other side begins to panic and resort to calling you names, calling you devils, calling you nasty and evil. And what they do with us Christians, they can't defeat our, 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 our morality. They can't defeat it. You know what they do? They call us hateful. They tell us we hate people. We hate people. We hate people. And that's what they have to do. There is no evidence that we hate anyone, but they say it because they're trying to demonize us. And that's what happens whenever you begin to lose the argument of truth is people begin to attack you every time. And they'll scream and they'll get in your face and they'll threaten violence because they have no truth. Watch a movement in America rise up like that, even greater than it already is, and watch them and mark them. These are the people of no truth. If they were right, they wouldn't have to scream and threaten everybody. <laughs> you only scream because you want to be offensive or defensive. But if no one's attacking you and you're screaming, you're the one on offense. You're the one attacking people. Stay cool and stay calm, church family, because when you begin to talk about truth to people, they will try to trigger you. They will call you names. They'll go after your family and your children. They will destroy you, but you've got to stay calm. Truth will always prevail in the end. Don't let them get you angry. Don't let them get your blood pressure going. They're going to try everything they can to attack you, but you've got to stand your ground on the truth. Speak the truth in love anyway. Musicians, let's get ready. We're going to pray today. Everybody say in Jesus' name. Hey, young people, guess what? If truth sets you free, what does non-truth do? It binds you up. You like that? You like that idea? You know, one of the reasons why I never took drugs or drank alcohol, I didn't like the idea of not being in control. I didn't like that at all. Some people don't mind, but I heard some horror stories when I was growing up of what happened when people would get too drunk. There was this one girl they found the next day on a trampoline in someone's backyard completely naked at the age of 16 and 17 years old because she got so drunk. No one even knows what happened to her all night long. She doesn't remember. So you know what? I prefer to know what's going on in my head. I don't like the idea of people and things just being out of control. So you know what happens when there's not truth? You are bound. You're a slave. You are locked up and you need liberation. And the answer is not love only. Oh, I'm just feeling so bound I need love. What do you mean you want love? You want someone to come hug you? Does that make people in prison feel better? You're still bound. It might make you feel a little better, but deep down, what do you want? You want out. Are we called to love people on their way to hell? And wave at them as they go? Here, free hugs. Come by AFC. Free hugs on your way to hell. Do you feel better now? 
I'm going to love you while you're still a sinner because I want you to stay in your sin because it costs me too much to preach truth to you. So I'm going to just give you the good parts and not the part that will set you free. Deception, lies, and falsehood binds people up. And we are letting the bound tell us that they need love as if truth can be separate from love. And it can't. It can't. Because love doesn't set you free unless you add truth. So go ahead and keep on loving your backslid family. But if you keep truth out of your mouth, they will stay backslid. Go ahead and keep loving your kids, but without truth, they're going to lose them. And they'll say, Mama loved me and Daddy loved me. Let me eat whatever I want. Go wherever I wanted. I knew that they loved me. But I sure am bound. I don't understand why I'm so messed up. I, I had good parents. You didn't have truthful parents. You didn't have people that preached the truth to you. That looked you in the eyes, willing to pay the price, and stood there and said, this is the truth. And this is what's missing in our lives. So far, our message has been one direction. But now let me just share with you a reality that we look past many times. It wasn't going out to eat with sinners that caused Jesus to die. It wasn't the miracles that he did for people that caused them to want to kill him. In fact, the Bible says there's around eight times that it was recorded, let's kill Jesus. Eight times it was recorded, we're ready to kill him. It was not after Jesus hugged somebody. It was not after people got free food. It was after Jesus preached the truth. Jesus used the Old Testament one time to suggest that he was the Messiah in his own hometown synagogue. And the Bible says they took him out to the cliff and tried to throw him off. But he slipped through the crowd. Jesus challenged some of the Jews' laws by picking grain one day on the Sabbath and healing a man's hand when he's not supposed to work on the Sabbath. And the Bible says they planned his death because he healed someone's hand and because he picked grain on the Sabbath and broke their law. Time to die, Jesus! Another Sabbath day, Jesus healed a man who could not even walk. But this went against the Jewish interpretation of the law. And then he said that God was his father. And this could be not possible. And so the Bible says they planned to kill him for it. Jesus called himself by God's name. Referring to himself as the I am, as I read earlier. And they said he's got to die for this. Jesus backed up his claim to be God and they tried to catch him one time. They tried to chase him down because he once again claimed to be God. Another time Jesus raised Lazarus from the grave proving the scriptures that he was the resurrection and the life. And this just went all over their truth. 
No longer could they believe their lies and Jesus lived. And they desired to kill Jesus. Jesus rebuked the Jews for their treatment of the temple. He threw over the tables. He kicked out all the money changers. And they said, we got to kill this guy. Jesus told the chief priests and religious leaders that the kingdom of God would be taken from them and given to another. Boy, if you want to die quickly around a bunch of Jews, tell them something like that. Because that truth was always followed up by, let's kill them. And yet, Jesus did it. He was willing to risk his own life so we could be free. But not us. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for truth. I'd like to have a cush life. I'd like to keep my friends. I'd like to make sure I feel good every day. I never want to sacrifice anything to set somebody free. And we have been saying it all over the church for 40 years now. We just need to love the world. It's not working, church. It's not working. We are the people of love. We have done so much love. But what we have not done, we have not given truth. We are quiet, we are silent, and we are selfish. And what will set people free in the last days is not another hug. It's a hug and a whisper of truth. It's a handshake, a smile on the face, and you must repent. If we do not give them the truth, we don't love them. We don't love God. We are not the people of our Father. Quiet Christians are destroying ourselves and this world. Let the people who know the truth and know their God stand up and preach. Because people are bound and we walk by them at grocery stores. And we walk by them every day. And we just walk by because we're scared they'll get offended or get mad or don't want to hear it. And you know what? There's a lot that don't. But the good news is there's a lot that do. And how many more broken people will we pass up without giving them just at least the truth? We have to, we must, we must. Church family guests alike, Jesus loves sinners. But truth is not truth if you're not willing to die for it. Jesus knew he would die. But he still said it. This is tough on us American Christians. Because we just want to love everybody, but we don't want to tell the truth. We are hurting this city because we're quiet. And we claim we love people, but we really don't. We love ourselves. You know why we don't spank kids anymore? We love ourselves. We don't want to feel the anguish of doing what's right. Parents let their kids do anything and they claim they're good parents because they love their kids. No, you don't. You love yourself. You're selfish. And we've got to repent 
And we've got to turn away from our wicked ways and turn back to Jesus. And we've got to be the people of truth to love truth, to love people with truth. Or we're going to keep descending into chaos. How many more people have to be bound around us because we are silent? You will not run somebody off. They're already in chains, y'all. What are you worried about? Who do you know right now that's bound and you say, just give them some more money. Just hug them one more time. They need more than your money. They need more than your time. They need to hear, thus saith the Lord Jesus. They need the truth. And my burden today, the length of this message is because we sit back so quiet with the gift of God, with the knowledge of God, the revelation of God. The Jews lost their, their shine, their, their spot in the spotlight because they neglected the truth. Jesus said, I'm going to give this truth to another one. That's us. That's us. What will we do with the truth? Will we neglect like the Jews? Will we turn our back on him like the Jews? Or will we stand beside Jesus in the last days? preach this gospel because this is the liberating gospel this is the only way to set people free preaching the truth in love is the only way to change the world we've got to open up our mouths and preach the word of God it's the only way to love the city it's the only way to love our children only way to love our families we've got to be more vocal we're too silent I would ask you to stand, but I haven't yet because I want it to sink in right now. Stop saying we love people. I'm talking to myself today. As a pastor, if I truly love you, I'm going to preach the truth. I want Diego to preach the truth to the youth. I want him to feel the liberty to tell them that gay, lesbian is wrong. To feel the truth to tell them that transgender is wrong. All the things they're facing. This youth pastor needs to preach the truth in love. He can have tears rolling down his eyes, but he's got to look them in the eyes and tell them, I don't care what your mom dad or your dad says, truth is truth. And he needs to say that sometimes. I did as a youth pastor. I had to sometimes. Because the parents weren't doing it. Well, if I find out he's preaching something different, I'll pull him. Then pull him. Go somewhere else. We're not going to be held hostage by deception. We're going to preach the truth. The blood will not be on these hands. Go on down the road to some weak preacher who loves himself more than you if you want to. But as far as this church is concerned, we're going to preach the truth. And there will be tithing. And there will be offering. And we will still grow. We will stand on the truth. Because there's going to be liberty. And chains break. And chains fall off. And people will come to this church because this is the church of truth. Tell me who doesn't want to be set free. Show me someone who doesn't want to be liberated in Jesus' name. There's so many people hungry for the truth. The world is ready, church family. You hear me? It's ready for it. Fear not in Jesus' name. Fear not. I'm praying that God will baptize us with love for people so much that we will seek truth to set them free. Love makes me want to know truth. Love makes me want to know truth. 
because only truth can really bless somebody. If there is no truth, I can't even help you. Mamas that love your kids but don't have truth can't love your kids. We can't help this world if we don't love them. And we can't love them if we don't have truth. Why are you not reading your Bible every day? Why are you not learning the Word every day? It's the truth. It'll cleanse your mind. It'll cleanse your heart. Our church is going to have people come in that are battling all kinds of nasty stuff and we're not going to judge them for it. Because while some of us have not been gay or lesbian, you've been hooked on porn. And I dare say there are people secretly in this room today that you have, have, you have had wrong thoughts about children. And you never got caught. There are perverts in this room who have been converted. So we're not going to judge the gay and the lesbian. Because we know the filth of ourselves. We know our imaginations have been just as nasty. We know we've had the same temptations. Oh, I haven't had no temptations. You've had the thought. You just had the truth, too. You had the thought, too. It's crossed your mind also, and it will. It will cross the minds of our children and our youth because they're surrounded by it, but we will preach the truth in the face of the lie, and we will be victorious, and we will be free in Jesus' name. Listen. I am not my temptations. I am not my temptations. Young people, you are not a, boys, you are not a woman because you like to go sew or knit or whatever you think is stereotypical just because David could play a song one minute and kill a thousand the next. Let the, we let the lie of the world lie to us. Just because you're tempted doesn't mean that that's who you are. If I did everything I was tempted to do, I'd be a wild man. The thoughts that come through my mind are temptations from the devil, from my sinful fallen flesh. And that's why I need the truth to purge my spirit and purge my heart to tell me, no, you're a man of God. You're a man. You only are going to go with women because that's the way I was created. That's the truth. That's the truth. And we're not afraid to speak the truth. This is going to be a liberating church. People are going to come in here with brokenness and all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of problems and mental problems. And they're going to be set free in this church. Not just because we hug them, but because we will preach the truth to them. Jesus. There are people in this church right now that you have not seen. You can stay standing if you're standing. That's fine. There are people in this church right now, you have not even been freed yet because the people closest to you are scared of you. What are you doing scaring everybody away? What are you doing scaring your spouse from telling the truth to you? What are you doing? Why are you threatening people all the time? You understand you're threatening everybody and you're, you're, you're making up all kinds of threats because you're the, you're the one that's broken? You're the one that's bound? Would you stop pushing people away? Would you stop putting people in your life that want to speak truth to you out of your life? Would you let your spouse tell you the truth without threats? 
there are so many people bound because we don't have a steady diet of truth coming into our hearts and lives. We've got to get it fixed, church family. Do you feel what I'm preaching today in Jesus' name? Let's lift our hands together right now. Let's let the Lord begin to speak to us. I don't yet know how we're going to end, but I just feel like we need to start to pray a little bit here because we've come up against the Antichrist in this room today. The spirit of the Antichrist. We've come up against last day, last day revival walls that have popped up in this place right now. I have been feeling this for months. I've just now preached it. I've been waiting for the right season, the right time. But God's about to set somebody free in this place today in Jesus' name. I believe there's going to be young people set free today in the name of Jesus. There's going to be young people in this place today, even young adults, going to be set free from the temptations that have crossed your mind. Truth is coming to you right now, and you're going to walk out of this place breathing again, breathing again, because truth is being preached truth will free you and it might not feel good until it's done and finished but God help us we need more truth Lord show us the way in this service before we leave today God show us the way Jesus I preached your word today Father God we've got to get truth in our mouths we've got to be a people that, be a people that love truth free us God from loving ourselves so much that we cannot tell others what's right and we know it's right and it's right before our minds right before our faces we are geared and driven by fear but the Bible says perfect love shall cast out all fear complete love lets you speak truth without fear of penalty who do you love that much that you are willing to tell the truth. God's raising up preachers right now. And you may never have a pulpit, but God is raising up preachers right now in this place. God is raising up a generation of righteous preachers who can set people free with just your words, just your love and your truth. We will see a mighty revival in this land. It's already happening at our facilities in Austin. We went with the love and we went with the truth and people are being set free and people are receiving the Holy Ghost not even inside our churches because we are going to love people and give them the truth. And the truth is Jesus. And everything that Jesus says is true. God, forgive us for loving ourselves so much we haven't started our ministries. Forgive us, God, for loving ourselves so much we have not began to open up our mouths and preach what thus says, says the Word of God. Shake us to our core today, Lord. Awaken us, God, and every parent, every home to speak to our children and say that's not who we are. That's not how we were created. And that's not what we do in this house. Empower us, God to take the consequence of truth because we love people so much we want to see people free thank you Father 
when you feel the liberty in the Holy Ghost, I want you to find somebody beside you. And I want us all to pray with each other today because there's people today that you need to be set free in the name of Jesus. We're about to have a few moments here of deliverance in this place right now. Pray what you feel over them in the Holy Ghost. Don't just talk in tongues, but pray out loud. Don't just speak in tongues, but pray prophetically. Pray in the language that they know. Pray so that they can hear, so that chains can fall off, so that chains can be removed, so people can have freedom today in Jesus' name. Do not be afraid to speak the words of truth because that's where freedom comes in the house. I love you, and that's why I'm giving you truth. I love you, and that's why I'm giving you the truth. It's because I love you. It's because I care that I take a chance and I speak this to you. I don't want to hurt you, but sometimes it hurts. I don't want to damage you, but sometimes it hurts. I'm going to stand up for what's right in the last days and I'm going to see victory in my circles victory in my houses there's right and there's wrong there's light and there's darkness there's truth and there's lies I don't know it all but Jesus does gotta tell the world gotta tell the world gotta tell the world don't be weak, don't be weak, don't be selfish, but tell them all. Our God is truth. We have the spirit of truth. It's because I love you. It's because I care for you. I've got to say it. To, I've got to do it. To, oh, yeah. Oh, I've got to tell them. I've got to speak it. I've got to do it in the name of Jesus.